0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode seven of the Audible Farm podcast. I am your host. My name is Peter Stockdale. Uh, I want to let everybody know that Audible Farm is on most social media platforms. We've got Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We are on Spotify. We are on iTunes. We are hosted on SoundCloud, and uh, it's a great place. I'm, I'm enjoying it there so far. The stats are looking great. We've got listeners from across the state. Uh Listeners from Minnesota, handful of people from Omaha tuning in. I'm enjoying that. Hey, guys, what's up? Um, this week I sit down with Dakota Cairns. He's from TV Cop, uh, based out of Ottumwa, Iowa. Uh, I first got introduced to Dakota. He was the drummer in the band sports team, and then they ended up changing their name to TV Cop. And then um, they've had a couple of lineup changes, and uh, we sat down before a show that he was going to play in... Uh, Des Moines at Boggs Hole Avenue Tavern, and he was actually going to be playing guitar and singing, so I guess you could call him a multi-instrumentalist, he plays a handful of different instruments, Uh, I've seen him in one band with two different names, Um, Sports Team was actually one of the first bands that I ever recorded uh, audio and video for and then put online. And um, I've actually got that on the Audible Farm channel on YouTube If you wanted to check that out I also have a couple of uh, TV cop um, concerts on there as well From different shows uh, that they played in Des Moines area So if you want to check that out, that'd be awesome Otherwise, uh, let's get on with the interview This is episode 7 with Dakota Karens It's the Audible Farm podcast With your host Peter Stockdale. All right, what's up,
1: man? How's it going?
0: Yeah, it's going pretty good. Uh, sitting down today with Dakota Karens. That's uh, he's from the Atuma area. Does that yeah. sound right? Yes, yeah, Southeast right. Iowa. Southeast Iowa, rocking the uh, the lower quadrant of the state. I, uh, originally got in touch with you, we, uh, played a show together, uh, maybe what, like a year or two ago?
1: I think it was, like, sep- yeah, September 2017.
0: Yeah, it was a, that was a surprising show, because I had, like, a lot of stuff going on that day, and I had to leave town, and then I, I was like, I'll stick around and listen to these guys' first song.
1: <laughs> Just one. Just
0: one. <laughs> and then it ended up being, uh, it ended up being something, something I really enjoyed, uh. I don't even know what I would describe your guys' music style as, but it was uh, somewhere in like the less than Jake-ish kind of sound, maybe. It's yeah, maybe not quite that, but it's like some pop punky kind of. A lot of people
1: say less than Jake. I've never really listened to him. Yeah. So I mean, I I was listening. I think to, so. Was listening to some on the way down <laughs> yeah. here, but yeah, it's it's good stuff. Um, I really enjoy your
0: guys' music, so I uh, nice. I got to know you guys a little bit uh, in Sports Team. That was the band you guys were in. But uh, I'm sitting down with you today we're going to talk a little bit about like the bands you were in growing up uh, you had mentioned once to me that you booked shows when you were younger mm-hmm. and so we'll talk a little bit about that but let's let's get going like what kind of bands were you in like growing up like how young were you when you were in your first band
1: uh, I 13, 13 me and another kid that was in my like my grade Started playing the exact same time, like Christmas of sixth grade, like 2004, we both got, he got a guitar and I got a drum set. Nice. So it just like, it just fucking worked out like that. And uh, we started playing like She Fucking Hates Me by Puddle Mud and yeah. like Knocking on Heaven's Door by uh, Guns N' Roses. Yeah. <laughs> it was like stuff like that. And then uh, we just like played like a couple birthday parties in junior high, like in eighth grade for like kids in our class.
0: Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, and
1: then I started booking at this music store in town so we could play. And then, yeah, me and him didn't keep playing. Like, in high school, I hit ninth grade. Yeah. And I joined a grindcore band called They Might Have Aids. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we had three vocalists and a guitar player and TP in TV Cop Played Bass. That's the first, the set, he was in that band too, Roses for Redemption. All right. And uh, that's <laughs> how we met him, was in that music store. And uh, so we played, like, Pancake Day, like, community events. I lied, and I would tell my high school we were a jazz band. (laughs) And we'd get these, like, really embarrassing gigs for people that booked us.
0: Oh, man. But, well, I guess it's exposure. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's the young person mentality. Yeah, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to lie to all of these people.
0: Oh, yeah. Like... I feel the analogy. When I had a band in high school, I'd be like, I'm going to play this song by Newfound Glory, and it's an analogy for a book that I read, and this is my book report. And yeah. They, and the teachers were like,
1: what? That doesn't work like no. that. And I'd just be like, no, I swear to God. <laughs> That's so
0: how it is. So I'd write a paper on how it's an analogy, and it has yeah. nothing, you know. But anyways, uh, so you're booking shows at 13. Mm-hmm. Um what, you said you worked at a music store. What's No,
1: I would just, like, I would hang out there. I would skip school and hang out there. What kind of a music store were we talking It was really shitty. It sold, like, New York Pro stuff, and then, like, it'd get, like, some good used things every once in a while, but it yeah. was all low-end, like... All right, so it's, like, a music equipment-type store. Mm-hmm. All right. And it was in Sunnerville, so it didn't, like nobody cared yeah kind of just like the few people that grabbed onto it was like oh this is sweet
0: yeah that's the small town music shop either kind of stays or goes Mm -hmm. and it seems like there's like a tight-knit group of people that hang out and it
1: was at like right at or right before myspace got big (laughs) yeah so it was like that's where we were all going and talking yeah so meeting people like i met dudes that were way older than me and played with them that i like connections i still have
0: Oh, sweet. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like the pre-social media uh, blow up cuz mm-hmm. I was I was talking to someone about that like before social media all you had was like MSN Messenger or yeah. or, or chat rooms or yeah, or for, or forum boards. Yeah. And even forum boards were kind of cool cuz you get a hold of people. But uh so you hang out at this music shop, you get to know some people, you're playing some shows. What kind of like did you book shows with other bands on them too?
1: Yeah, I would book this thing by the time I, yeah, I was booking shows, but then by the time I was a sophomore, I was like, I think I can do bigger shit. So yeah. I booked this thing called Shock Fest, and I brought 10 bands down. Okay. And put it in the alternative high school gym. A hundred right. kids show. Jeez. Because nobody down there had ever done that. It's a town of 6,000 people. All right. So I bring all these metal bands down. Okay. Like uh, Infidus, Prevail and Hail of Gunfire, like Approaching Nane, Optimist. They all turned into like big band like stand united and they like uh cheney crab from uh prevalent hill gunfires in entheos all right with the dude from uh animals as leaders and, like, oh sweet animosity and shit so it all turned into that and then i did it one more time and 250 kids showed up into this like sale barn animal sale barn <laughs> <laughs> and then the town basically was like no more we're good yeah <laughs> so i couldn't find any buildings for like the rest of whatever. I booked a show at the National Guard Armory for Appanoose County. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, kid got busted for weed in the parking lot. It That's yeah, that was like federal property. Yeah, he was screwed. Classic.
0: I mean, that seems to be a good place to do shows though. I've I've been to pro wrestling shows at National Guard Armories mm-hmm. like pretty often.
1: There's security. Yeah, yeah there's
0: <laughs> plenty of it too. But they're actually pretty cool places. They yeah. uh they for the most part, just let you do whatever you want to do to the venue. Mm-hmm. I mean, with you know, with respect to the venue. Yeah, you you pay money, so yeah. they're like whatever. Yeah, exactly. So you're uh you're booking shows. Uh, wh- I first started uh, came in contact you with a sports team. Like how far in between then and now?
1: Oh fuck! Like
0: how many years have passed between you booking shows in high school, with uh, traveling bands coming <laughs> to your small town?
1: Oh, about, about
0: probably like twelve years. Oh geez. So, uh, what, what what do we got to do to fill in the gap there? Like, what have, what all did you... Oh,
1: man, I've played... I've seriously done so much different shit. Like, <laughs> I dropped out of college to play guitar in a cover band, like a bar band, with a bunch of old dudes. Like, that's how I cut my teeth, was, like, playing Eagles and old Merle Haggard shit. That's awesome. Where they would just be, like... They'd, we'd be playing live, and they'd just throw me a solo. I'd be like, oh, um... <laughs> and then I was just, like, had to do it. I played Irish folk music. Like, we were a house band at a, at a fancy restaurant. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, dude. I tried doing, like, hip-hop stuff with people, like re- like making beats and shit. Like, I, a little bit of dabbling whatever I could. Yeah, just anything to see what sticks, mm-hmm. kind of. I mean, metal bands. I was in a bunch of metal bands.
0: Yeah, it's Iowa. It's yeah, it
1: <laughs> and it's a tumble, so that's literally all there was. Like, yeah. the music scene down there was crazy from, like, probably 2004. Four, or five to like seven. Why do you think? Why do you think it was so big? I, I don't know. I have no idea. But there's so many badass bands that like I think still stand up to like just being fucking just shred. Well, well dressed man was nuts. Like you were scared. You were <laughs> fucking scared, terrified. Um. So you uh,
0: you pretty much you said you cut your teeth playing. Uh like I guess you would call it like a uh, classic rock mm-hmm. and or uh, somewhere around that like cl- rock and country kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I ended up cutting my teeth pretty much playing uh, in a church. Oh, okay. So I was yeah. in a, like a church group, and that's that's how I kind of got my my start playing music. For anybody, I guess that that wants to know. <laughs> but uh, uh, man, thanks for showing up to this show. I, I'm sitting here with him before a show. We're uh, gonna play a show here in just a little bit at Boggs Hole Avenue Tavern in Des Moines. How far of a drive? Hour and a half. Hour and a half. Mm. That's, that's not too bad. Got, that's
1: about that. Basically, what we drive for almost any show. Yeah, it seems like
0: it. Because you guys are kind of stuck. How far is it to Keokuk from where you're at? Like, if you want to do a show there. Hour and a
1: half. Yeah. <laughs> Iowa say is an hour, and a, hour half.
0: and a half. Yeah. Wow. So you are kind of like in the sweet spot or not so sweet spot. Right.
1: But then when we play Fort Dodge, it's three hours one way. Yeah. <laughs> so. well, that's you're all the way
0: up in my neck of the woods then. Yeah. That's a two hour drive for me to go down to Des Moines here. So.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, yeah, what do you think of the travel? You guys travel quite a bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I like it. This is the first show we've ever been in a van. Yeah. So, like, it's always been, like, two or three vehicles. Yeah. Like, taking everything.
0: That's always seems to be the way it goes. Yeah. Um. I mean, I like to travel solo. I'm kind of stuck to the I have to because I live so far away from my right, bandmates. Yeah. Uh,
1: I like it. I like. I want to be on the road more. Yeah. It'd probably save us a bunch of money if we would just tour instead of playing, like, 20 shows in the summer and they're all spaced out. Exactly. So,
0: yeah, yeah. I was talking to a couple of bands earlier that they just set up like little mini tours that take like a week and they just play seven shows in seven nights mm-hmm. and just sleep in the van and call it good. Yeah. I mean, that'd be a nice way to knock out a handful of shows for exposure in the summertime. Right.
1: I've always wanted to do the Dead Ramones thing where they're like in, in uh, Modern Life is War and the song Dead Ramones, they're like 28 shows, 28 days. I was like, yeah. Oh, fuck. That'd be. Crazy. That's like, well, yeah, that's intense. Yeah, especially if you <laughs> hit like 28 states or something.
0: Like, yeah. That'd be some gnarly numbers. So you when did you guys decide
1: to uh, start a pop punk band? I think we were originally probably going to do covers. I yeah. think it was going to be like a little bar band. That's not a
0: bad idea, actually. Right,
1: but then I started, like, I had a couple songs, and I was like, I think we could do this. But I think... Uh, Probably like February of two thousand seventeen. All right, was when we like started playing. Oh geez, so that's like only six months before mm-hmm. I saw you guys play. Yeah, we played one show, and then the next month we had four. Holy cow! <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: how many shows did you have under your belt
1: before I saw you? You were you guys. This was maybe our fourth or fifth show.
0: That's pretty crazy. Yeah.
1: How were all of them out of town? Um, the first, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, you do a hell of a job booking. That's for that's for sure. Yeah,
1: I, I like it. I mean, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's I, basically haggling. Like. Yeah,
0: and I talk to some people. Like, I know a guy that's a car salesman uh, that likes to do all the booking for his mm-hmm. band, cause, and he's just like, yeah. I mean, it works. He I, he likes talking to people, you know. Yeah. And, and being like, well, is it this much or that much, and what can you deal with, and maybe we can work something out. Yeah. So he, he's, you know, pretty savvy. I think you you are too, because I got, try. I mean, you guys book a, a ton of shows. Mm-hmm. It
1: always seems like you guys are doing four, five, six shows a month every, we, yeah. every month. Which is either good or bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oversaturation or not. I don't. Yeah, it could be argued, I guess. Yeah, but you guys, you know, you tend to not do the shows in the same town. So yeah, we try
0: to space it out as
1: much as possible.
0: Yeah. I, I totally get that, because, uh, I mean, we would played here in Des Moines this year, but, like, almost one show a month at Vaudeville, mm-hmm. and it's like, after a while, you're like, man, do we need to go to the Vaudeville this month? And then it's yeah. like, well, we should go to Boggs this month, you know, and, right. and so we went to Whole Avenue, but, like... A couple years ago, we all we ever did was play at Whole. Mm-hmm. So that was 2017. We played like I think 12 or 13 shows at Hull. Oh shit! And but you know, I mean, we'd we'd bail out bookers that would uh, band dropped off. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, we'll we'll show up and play a show or whatever. Right. Yeah, it's no big deal. I like playing shows, and Des Moines, you know, the market to go do it in. Oh yeah. Um. What What do you think is your uh, like if you had to give anybody out there a little bit of advice for booking a show, what do you think it would be? Oh, fuck.
1: Oh. I don't know. There's just, just there's just, so much shit, that, like, like uh, to you, watch out for. Do
0: you do, like, cold calls? Like, yeah, I'll hit
1: people up. Like, the, don't be, like, you can't be afraid to be like, I play in this band. Here's of Here's all the links you need. I want to play this show or I want to play this venue. Is there anything? Like, you can't be like, Oh, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. There's a way to do it without being that guy. Yeah, exactly. There's a business way to approach it that, like, oh, I have a, you know, you have to look at it as a brand. Exactly. Like, if you want your band to, like, work out a little bit better than anybody else's, it has to be, like, a fucking business. Yeah. So you have to be, like, yeah, you have to be professional. It can't be, like, wishy washy and you can't seem flighty and you have to seem like you have your shit together. Exactly. So, yeah. That's a, yeah. Jump okay. into it, though. Like,
0: I feel like the not seeming flighty is probably the toughest thing because, I mean, everybody's got... I I feel like this comes up every podcast, but, like, everyone's a musician as, like, maybe a hobby first Mm. because we all have jobs and and lives and things to go to. But, yeah, it it does kind of suck when you try to get a hold of people. And even, like, venues where it's like, I sent them a message and nine days later they sent me something back, so I replied and then three weeks went by and they
1: sent something back. It's like...
0: Well, that sucks, but maybe it's just the nice way of them
1: saying right. no. You know? it's gonna be a bunch of nos. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of nos. So just don't be scared of the no. Then. Definitely, right, and know? it sucks. I mean, it's not really like, not every no sucks, but some nos are like, damn. Yeah. Other nos are like, all right, fuck you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I got a copy paste a year, a year, two years in a row. Like I hit this this thing, and I was like, hey, we'd like to play, and they like sent me this big long thing. All right, and then the next year they sent me the same big long the same thing. Same thing. You know, it was like, ah,
0: I'm actually good. You yeah. Know? All right, then you, that's just one of the, you know, they're being professional to a sense. So you're just like, well, I better not. I'll just not hit them up next year. Yeah. or Whatever. You they know, they don't want me. That's their way of saying no <laughs> yeah. twice. So I guess that makes sense. So uh, you played drums the first time I saw you, mm-hmm. and uh, from what I understand, you're going to be playing guitar tonight. Yeah, and singing. What What did you uh, What did you play first?
1: Um. Well, I, like, I learned fucking what's the heart and soul on piano in, like, third grade. Yeah. I was taking lessons for, like, three months in third grade. All right. Dropped that. Was, like, yeah. And then I saw so I got a drum set. Drum turned into bass. Yep. Bass turned into guitar.
0: Yep. It like a natural progression.
1: Yeah. Then, like, you know, you get, you learn your chords. hmm And then so you can play basically anything with strings. Yep. So then that turned into playing a mandolin. Or that turned me yep. into, like, Whatever, but yeah, I'm, I can play piano. I like jazz. I like playing jazz and sweet. Yeah, this is like, yeah, this is my this is my writing bands. Like this is the band I like. I want to write for. Yep. Not the you know other things is like I want to play. I want to just like just, just jam, sit down just, and play. Yeah, just jam around. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, I definitely like,
0: I don't know. My playing style definitely um is not punk based nor is it really metal based mm-hmm. like my playing style is pretty jammy and and bluesy right. but like i still feel like the the talents for the other styles of music you enjoy might lend you lend themselves to oh yeah like whatever style you particularly might be playing mm-hmm. so uh like what do you You said you played the drums first do you think that that ended up like being helpful Rhythm wise, for playing other instruments,
1: absolutely. I yeah, absolutely. I think playing drums is probably the best thing to start out on. It makes sense. Like and then, like when you, if you get good at drums or at least competent with rhythm, yeah. And then you know your chords on guitar. Mm-hmm. Piano is easy as fuck. Yeah, it really is. Like yeah. in a night, I learned Rocket Man. Like I got my piano and I was just like, oh right, it's. <laughs> playing drums and guitar at the same time, essentially. Yeah, makes sense. I uh, I feel like if you um, kind of go around and
0: find bands uh, or people that are learning music for the first time, sometimes I feel like rhythm might be the hardest part. Oh yeah. Um, everybody's staying in time with one another. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely not easy, and it's something. I guess I feel like it takes the whole band getting together to to work on because yeah. not every band has the same. Uh, rhythmic feel, right?
1: Yes. Practice is a big deal, man. Like, it definitely it gets definitely underplayed is. a lot. It's very underrated.
0: I I think so. Um, we played a house show last year, and when we got done, like right after a set was over, somebody yells, "Man, you guys practice too much!" And I was like, "Wait, what? A, wait, well, that thing. doesn't make any sense?" Yeah. Which which just I guess it's heralded as like a ridiculously high compliment, but still, right. it's, it's kind of an odd one.
1: We were doing five days a week <laughs> for a year and a half, almost two years. It showed. Yeah. But we definitely are now with like the lineup change and stuff, we're gonna steer away yeah. from trying like from burning ourselves out super hard, super fast.
0: Yeah, and I mean that definitely happens too. Um I I guess I'm the only guy in three finger betty that travels, but in Unity for a while we were all traveling, like everybody was traveling mm-hmm. to a central location to do the practice, which was okay, but um if you gotta do it every week it kinda gets you burned out, you right. know, especially if everybody's gotta drive two or three hours to get to the point. Yeah. It kind of, kind of sucks, but I, I, I don't know. I've, I've never been in the situation where I can be with somebody and practice w- in a band with them like every single day.
1: Yeah, this is the first time. Uh, that was the first time I'd been in a situation where we could even like get kind of get together every day. Yeah. So we all worked at night, and
0: yeah, I mean, so you guys would play during the day, mm-hmm. practice, one o'clock.
1: That's pretty. We'd play till like three, and then most time we'd go to work by like five.
0: That's pretty awesome. So you guys all kind of had night jobs? or mm-hmm. if everybody We had, all work together, basically, yeah. That's pretty... Well, I guess that would be awesome. I guess that would be pretty cool and kind of not... Do you guys ever get, you know, like... I guess, yeah, we get, we'd get kind of tiring seeing each other mm-hmm. all the time. It'd be like living with your family the whole time, you know? Mm-hmm. It's you know? awful. That's why... Yeah,
1: that's why we have a new lineup, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it, it happens. We get... You know, people get sick
0: of each other. And dude, yeah. I that's feel, a
1: lot of time to spend with people.
0: It And it does happen. Um, uh, I feel like every single band kind of goes through this eventually. And, uh... Yeah, like like you said, you. I feel like everybody when you create something out of your your brain that is an audible piece of art. I feel like it takes a whole lot of mental capacity, dude. Yeah, it's exhausting from from every person (laughs) in the band. And you all have, I mean, this going to sound hippy-dippy, but you kind of all have to channel it all together. Yeah. And you have to stay locked in on that. Same uh, page shit. Yeah. And disruptions can cause that to kind of go awry, it feels like. Oh, yeah. And I mean, just one person having an off day will kind of disrupt that for the generality. And it it does suck, but it does happen. Like, uh, I feel like even just in playing a show, it can happen. You Mm -hmm. know, like, that's where... Maybe sometimes that's where the rhythm section thing comes in, where you have yeah. maybe just one guy having an off night. It kind of throws everything out oh, yeah, of whack Absolutely just a can. little bit.
1: Yeah. Anything can happen.
0: Yeah. So you, uh, what do you like playing better, the drums or the guitar? Guitar. Guitar? Yeah. yeah. I'm
1: stoked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm pretty stoked to see you. I uh, I guess I've never seen you play the guitar yeah, other I'm, than...
1: I'm not stoked to sing. 1,000% uh, uh, unstoked. Not, yeah. 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 You
0: still going to try and do the singing from here on out
1: or No. No. Fuck no. We we have these like three shows or whatever that we're going to finish out this month and then really look for somebody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I uh
0: I tried my hand at singing and I'm definitely not the greatest at it so it's not something that is in my wheelhouse as a right. forte. I
1: think I can I don't think I'm very good. I think I can do it. Yeah. That's the difference. It's like I yeah. I, I, don't, I think I can do it. I don't want to, but I think I can. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I I originally saw you as as sports team. You were playing the drums, Mm -hmm. and now you're playing the guitar. Uh, You guys did a name change. Uh, What was the deal with the name change
1: from sports team to TV cop? We found a British band on Spotify called sports team. Oh, yeah. I guess. Well. And they beat us by, like, six months. They, like, started six months earlier than us. Oh,
0: that sucks. Yeah. So, I guess, by virtue, the change to TV cop. Yeah, we were like, it's
1: time, I guess.
0: Yeah. Might as well do it before we get too far. And I feel like... uh as, like, a punk band, you guys couldn't have chosen two cooler names either. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like Sports Team was perfect, and then you're like, now we're TV Cop, and it's like, well, that's awesome, too. Right, I like TV Cop. Yeah, yeah. that's super sweet. Uh, you guys have always had a pretty good job of, like, color coordinating your logos with your guys' gear. Yeah,
1: we, we try a we try brand, you yeah. know. You create, try you, to
0: be, like, recognizable. Yeah, you create quite a look for yourself. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, you guys are definitely noticeable when you stand up on stage, that's for sure, at least by the colors, if nothing else. Yeah. So, we got TV cop now. There was a lineup change. But uh, the original sports team, we had played a show together at the Dark Mirror House Mm -hmm. for Halloween last year. I got some of your guys' video on the YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. That uh, actually was some of our most popular. That got us, like, uh, quite a bit of attention. Yeah. Yeah, That helped us a little bit. Yeah, I feel like just having some live shows with decent sound can at least give people... um, a semblance of what oh, may, yeah. may or may not happen, you know, because everybody can kind of go in the studio and record stuff mm-hmm. and make it sound perfect, but uh, you know, that's just the tricks well, of yeah, the studio. Yeah, different
1: ball game and live. Yeah, yeah it
0: definitely is. And I feel like there's some bands that are underrepresented in the studio, mm-hmm. you know, because it's uh, you go watch them live and it's just such a fun time to watch them. Or at oh least, yeah. You know, they bring a little bit of extra energy to the place. Uh, that's that's a definitely one of my one of my favorite parts about watching bands live is is seeing someone that's so much more fun than you had originally <laughs> thought. Yeah. Or especially if you go on YouTube and you look it up and somebody just has, like, a cell phone camera right. video that's not the greatest, and it's like, well, this doesn't do, do the band the due justice. That yeah. They deserve. so. But, yeah, I, uh, I'm i hoping to record you guys tonight. You think that would oh, be cool? Oh, yeah, no, that's fine. All right, so I, I got that planned out for now. I, I did record you guys as TV cop uh, playing at the Vaudeville Muse, but it was during the... Uh, too broke for the arts festival right. in twenty eighteen, and the building was so packed I couldn't set up my GoPro and everything, <laughs> yeah. so I had to walk. And vaudeville's
1: dark, yeah. So. so
0: I had to walk around the uh, walk around the people that were dancing around out mm-hmm. front because you you guys are one of those bands that make people move, and it's so yeah, fun. It's fun. So yeah, I, I did film another set of you guys'. and it didn't come out with the best audio because I was doing it from the floor instead mm-hmm. of the balcony, but it but it came out and it worked out all right. So there are a couple videos you guys can check out of sports team and or TV cop. But they got a new lineup now, so uh, you might want to go check them out live. I'm going to try and record some of the songs tonight. Uh,
1: what was the first song you learned how to play?
0: Oh, man, that's a good one. Uh, the first song I learned how to play, this is going to be the weirdest thing to answer. Um, I learned how to play Not Enough by Our Lady Peace.
1: Okay, that, yeah. No, I think everybody's first thing is fucking weird. Yeah, I, I do. And like, everything, everybody's first shit's weird. It was your first song. Uh, the first thing I learned how to play on map or on uh, drums was Maps by the yeah, yeah Yeah Yeahs. Okay. Followed by Boulevard of Broken Dreams by Green Day. Uh, by and then followed by Love Is Only a Feeling by the Darkness. Yeah. <laughs> I like, <laughs> hit all three dude, of those like the same time. Love is
0: only a feeling is an amazing darkness. Well, it song. was
1: it tr- it tricked me, like it fucked me up because it was like bop, chat, dun dun. And I never yep. tried to do the dun dun yep quick together before.
0: Yep. So I was like, yeah, that's actually a good song to get practicing on that for because I am just starting to learn the drums. I mean, you can teach old dogs new tricks. <laughs> right, it's yeah. True. But uh, yeah, I am starting to do that. Like I just started with ACDC and I just play through an album because it's mm-hmm. all pretty much the same. So I got like the boom chock boom chock down. Right. Yeah. So now it's next step is doing some stuff like that. It's a little bit fancier bass work instead of just doing the regular stuff. Yeah. What was the first song you learned on a guitar?
1: Um, on guitar I don't really know. Uh, on bass the first thing I learned was She Hates Me by Puddle of Mud. Yeah. And then guitar, I don't know. Probably honestly I basically started playing metal instantly on guitar. Yeah. Like it's Avenged Sevenfold, Atreyu, like I was a part I was in all that yeah. kind of stuff. I got a buddy Work of tour m- bands. <laughs> yeah, I got a
0: buddy of mine that actually does that. He just looks up tabs and plays metal music and he can shred like crazy. That's how I learned, yeah. But he like doesn't have any uh, music theory knowledge. Yeah, me either. So I I give him sparse guitar lessons. Like I said, I'm a king. I was I tweeted once. I'm the king of the fifty minute half hour guitar <laughs> lesson. Man, we like, we sat down and played for like an hour and a half one night, and it was just like, oh man, yeah, we uh, oh, we whoops. stretched this lesson out pretty long. But hey, you got you got your money's worth out of it, I guess. So,
1: <laughs> but yeah, yeah,
0: it's uh, do you uh know much about music theory, or is that Mm-mm. something you just kind of play with? No, I think here? I
1: understand structure somewhat.
0: Yeah, you can see the shapes on the. On the I guess guitar or piano or whatever kind of come to play or
1: no I mean like I think I understand how like lay it out yeah like lay out a song like write a song and part it out and yeah as far I've never ever sat down and like thought about I guess I don't know. I can't read music I can't any of that stuff so you started with tabs then I'm mm-hmm. sure yeah and then like I learned my chords by the time I was like eighteen Beatles albums and stuff that yeah yeah by the time I was out of high school I was like obsessed with the Beatles, so I was learning chords and all that shit. And then, yeah, eventually, like, with this, I think metal and that kind of, like, blended together. Yeah. We're not heavy, but, like, the structure is there of a metal song, I think. Yeah,
0: I definitely, like, you guys don't do the intro, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, outro. Yeah. Like, that's, like, seems to be the most common Mm -hmm. setup for almost everything, and I feel like you guys steer away from that quite a bit. Um... Whereas like, I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure because I haven't like delved super deep into all of your songs, but I feel like some of your songs are kind of have the feel where like, here comes the chorus again and it's got completely different words. Yeah, you know, and yeah. I and I always kind of enjoyed that. Um, it's like psych. Yeah, yeah. It, it's almost like uh, I don't want to say like '70s folkish songs, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of like that stuff where it's just like, holy cow, yeah, like this is just. Seven long verses of stuff, yeah. and the chorus is the last part. But the words aren't the same; they just fit, and it sounds good. And yeah, I always thought that was pretty cool because you guys' song structures weren't uh, super basic, like, like right. You know, yeah, most I of them. I think it
1: keeps it interesting. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. Do you think it's uh, tougher to get everything learned when you have to structure
1: it out that much, or? Mm, yeah, sometimes. But I think I think the hardest part about our songs are the chords. Like, it's a lot of stretched. Yeah, stretches and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So, yeah, I think I think once you get into it, our songs are easy. It's super simple. Yeah, but it kind of maybe from the outside seems like it's a bunch of parts.
0: Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I'll definitely have to say it's like it's quite the stretch from like the three finger Betty stuff because, I mean, we're pretty much just fast with a lot of power chords. Mm -hmm. I mean, for for the most part. So, um, you guys using. Larger chord structures and stretching your fingers quite a bit more than us might be. I mean, it it lends itself to a completely different sound. Right, yeah. and I I feel like you guys have the ability to, like, uh, lend yourself to, like, a a cleaner sound than most bands, too. Um, It's not necessarily... uh, I guess you're not metal, so it's... Yeah. (laughs) yeah. That's just the thing about, I guess, being in Iowa. If you uh, go watch a band live, so many of them are
1: metal. So when you find a band that's not just when they're not metal at all. It just seems... So a bunch of people say, especially if I were from Otomo, because it's a metal band town. Yeah. And so they'll be like, oh, I heard this, you know, that's how they found us, was they heard that there was this band from Otomo that wasn't a metal band. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, that's how we get a bunch of things. Sometimes. That's actually pretty funny. So, like...
0: I guess that would be a good thing and or a bad thing because you would stand out, but like maybe like since tomwa likes metal so much, yeah. or or did they, they take to it pretty no, well? No, they don't really care about this. Okay. So, yeah. that's, <laughs> so that comes to the, that's why you do so much booking out of town. Yeah, and they stuff. don't give like, a shit. So yeah, I mean, how many places are there to play in Atomwa? Uh, I mean,
1: one to two. Yeah. But. Because I saw you play at a place in Atomwa. Mm-hmm. Well, it's hard to get, it's just hard to get people there. Makes sense. That's yeah. all it is. There's like a bunch of bars and it's a small but bigger town, you know, so like I totally get the gist. Yeah. It's hard to get people there. Do you think uh think it's like an older generation or do you think it's I think it's a mix of a bunch of shit. I don't think there's like one thing in that town that can make people show up, like outside hairball. <laughs> you know, I think dude, that's those dudes are nuts. Dude. Yeah, but that's what that's what their market is. That's, yeah. If it's on the you know, Is it on the radio? Which, we're on the radio. That's the ironic thing. It is like it is pretty cool. Eat it. You know, I guess it's not what you, yeah. Nobody that we work with really cares or knows. Some some of them do, but, like. Yeah. uh, Yeah. A lot of people don't pay attention. Yeah. I do feel like it is kind
0: of tough to get people to care. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, uh, it's going to come up again. Everybody's got
1: a life and everybody's got things going on. A bunch of pizza delivery boys being like, we're on the radio. And they'll be like, uh, "Okay, are you? That's cool. <laughs> I bet. Oh,
0: my gosh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. Um. It's not that people don't care either because, you know, it's Friday night. There's a million things going on. It's getting yeah. close to Halloween. You know, God knows people got kids and stuff, too. Right, yeah. You know, I'm not going to tell somebody with a kid to leave their kid at home. Right, I mean, the they show. should <laughs> abandon them. <laughs>
1: Maybe he'll be a good musician because he has some issues now. <laughs> oh man, that's is that how it works? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but but yeah, I uh, I really enjoy your guys' stuff. I've always Appreciate tried to it. sing your guys' praise from the mountaintops because I just right. do, I enjoy the kind of music and you know you are quite a deviation from what normally is around here. Right. Um, there's nothing wrong with metal bands. I love metal. Oh yeah. I no. mean, we love metal. Yeah. I you know kind of grew up on the Megadeth kind of style of metal. Which you know, I guess, I guess lends itself to a little bit uh, more melodic style of mm. playing than the uh, speedier hardcore kind of right. metals that and we like.
1: Super love Black Dahlia Murder. Yeah, every one of us is like super fucking into Black Dahlia Murder. So, so it's just not, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's
0: all different. I think I feel like that's something else about metal that people kind of sell up the creek is there's so many different flavors mm. of metal, you know. Whereas like uh, blues, I could only say there's. I mean, you can distinctify a handful of styles of blues. But, yeah. But for the most part, it's like metal. There's like,
1: there's all kinds yeah, of shit. Eight, yeah.
0: eight, ten, twelve kinds of like basic genres of metal.
1: And I mean, a lot Some of stuff.
0: Genres. And a lot of stuff. Yeah, that makes the subgenres where they mix the genres together. But, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like Iowa definitely needs more punk bands. I wish there were more around. There's uh, like Three Finger Betty. There's uh, mm-hmm. you guys in TV Cop. There's the Sleepover. No, they're um, super
1: good. I mean... They're, yeah, Crossing Tongues, um, <coughs> Moonlighting, Hot Tang, like... Who'd you play with in Fort Dodge when I saw you up there? Americature. Yeah, they were pretty good. Yeah, and Bain Marie from Iowa City, they're super good. We play with them all the time. I feel like uh, we should
0: try and set up a show maybe sometime with a whole bunch of punk bands to get everybody yeah. to go. It'd be kind of tough, though, because you know, we're all from scattered from so far yeah. around that it'd be hard to find a central location to... right.
1: But no there's a I think there's a bunch of bands I feel like maybe the state's so small that some of the music scenes are clicky yeah but um I think once you once once you establish yourself and a majority of people are taking you seriously then I think it's not a big deal
0: yeah and I think a lot of that just is uh just seeming seeming official showing up places yeah. and, and doing your shows when you're supposed to not and being dicks and yeah because I mean that does get old too when you kind of go out somewhere and Like everybody's seen it, but you go to a show and there's four
1: bands and the bands, none of them talk to each other. Yeah. And and they all just sit there and point and whisper, like, Mm -hmm. while the other bands are playing. It's like, come on. Oh, I have a, I have like a 10 year old grudge against a band we played a show with. And it's somewhat like, yeah, yeah. If you're a dick, I'm going to remember. Like, yeah. And you're a band. So it's like, oh i, I could have liked you <laughs> dude that, that brings up a good point the very first
0: show i ever played we played uh swing swing by the all-american rejects mm-hmm. we and, used to cover that too and uh it was at like a high school pre-prom event mm-hmm. so we played this show and everybody's like somebody's parents were recording it and right. they sent us a, a video and they're in the middle of the crowd of like all these kids like all of our peers and stuff and we weren't bad, but it wasn't great. And you could hear people laughing <laughs> right. almost louder than you could hear us playing. And it's like, uh well, thanks guys. Yeah. You know, so that that did kind of put a sour taste in my mouth. And that kind of made me try my best not ever to do it, like when I'm out in public at a brown other bands. Right. Even in private, it seems to like breed mm-hmm. quite a bit of um, bad emotions that yeah
1: se- that seem to linger longer than they ever should. I think should. the strange thing of being bullied in junior high and high school when you're playing music for being in a band is really fucking weird. And it does happen, which seems so far from what you're told when you start playing guitar, like girls are gonna love you. You know, <laughs> and they're like, No, the dudes in school are like douchebag. <laughs> you know <clears throat> we had a bunch of rednecks that didn't like metal and so they were always like yelling stuff at us when we'd play like Outside shows there, and it was just yeah, it's just weird, but you know, that's the way it was. It was like the early two, you know. I feel it seems like, way different now. I feel
0: like it was, like, that way a little bit um, and humble, but we were also just, like, little kids that just had, like, practice amps and yeah. stuff like that. Like, we're gonna we're in a band, and everyone's like, meh. You know, you paint your fingernails. May, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Yeah. But, it's but, the you whole
1: my Romance thing. But <laughs> you
0: give it but you give it all the way until we were a seniors. You know, we were together for three or four years, and then people were like, okay, yeah, yeah this is pretty cool, actually. Oh, yeah. And, and then I they feel, all turn around, and you're like, mm. And I feel like, though, everybody kind of does that the older they get, where yeah. it's, like, you know, the... Everybody went to school. The The difference between your thought process as a freshman and your thought process as a senior yeah. is quite different. 100%. Even <laughs> especially how you view other people. Yeah. So, like, you know, everybody kind of came around and supported everybody. And it's it's just the way it works. Mm-hmm. But I do remember getting laughed at. Yeah, that's like, definitely where my
1: attitude came from. Like, yeah. oh, fuck you. Yeah. I'm going to show you. you yeah, know?
0: exactly. And here I am playing shows, you know, on a semi-weekly basis. Mm-hmm. And they're all out there with a Jobs fam- and money. And family and kids. <laughs> one of one of us is doing it right. I'm not going to say one of us is not doing it right. Yeah. But but yeah, I don't know. I wish, you know, I don't wish any ill will on anyone or anything. And if you got a family and kids, like that's awesome for you. I uh I'm just a little late in life, I guess to that Yeah, game. I don't. Yeah. But uh yeah, I mean, that's just the way it goes. I uh I'm focusing on on music and going to school and stuff like that and I guess it's just that's just life, man. Yeah. Fuck it shit happens. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah,
1: that's the way it is.
0: So uh we've done let's see here, we've done about forty minutes. I think we should probably call it good because our set I'm is probably gonna go on yeah, our set soon. is coming <laughs> up here pretty soon. So I'm gonna shake your hand real quick here. Yeah, Th- thanks, man. Appreciate you doing the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Super uh, fun. You wanna give me shout outs or anything or uh, um off the cuff shout out. T V
1: cop on Facebook. It's all like T V cop IA or T V cop underscore IA on Twitter and Instagram. Yep. We've got all kinds of shit on Spotify got oh yeah you do yeah we're We're gonna be on the radio tuesday for krui in iowa city we're gonna be like playing in the radio station
0: sweet this uh this podcast will come out after that has happened how far after um i got one scheduled for next thursday and this will probably be the thursday after
1: okay then we have a show coming up november 16th in a tumult market on main
0: sweet check them out on facebook uh spotify um
1: instagram twitter
0: instagram twitter Let's bring that music Twitter back. I got Audible yeah. Farm on Twitter. No,
1: Kia f- Music, f- iHeartRadio. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dude, are you on iHeartRadio? Radio? Fuck yeah! Rock and roll, loving yeah. it. You guys do have quite a good uh, media distribution too. It's, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Uh, I will have to say that I kind of took after you guys in that aspect where it's like, well, we're getting Instagram now, and let's start using Twitter a little bit. And it's like, oh, now we get, need to get stuff on Spotify, yeah, guys. This is like bugging people. Yeah, <laughs> so. It is kind of nice. But, yeah, thanks again, man. Yeah, dude. Appreciate it. I'll put links to all your guys' stuff in the description and comments section. And uh, have a good show tonight, man. Yeah, thanks. Check you later. Hey, there we go. Episode 7 is in the bank. Thanks for listening, everybody. I just wanted to take a second to uh, thank everybody from out of state that's listening. Again, appreciate it. Everybody in state, I appreciate your support. Um, I got stickers. If you wanted to track me down at a show sometime, come say hi. Let me know who you are. If you're in a band, if you listen to the podcast, if uh, you know which episodes were your favorite, who you like listening to, maybe give me a suggestion for who to uh, who to have on the podcast next. That'd be pretty awesome too. Uh, We are on social media pretty much everywhere. Uh, At Audible Farm is the tag for most of our things. We are also on Spotify. We are on SoundCloud. We are on iTunes. Um, All the links to that should be in the bottom as well, at the very, very bottom. Um, TV Cops got some shows coming up. If you didn't hear where they're going to be at, check out their social media platforms as well. Those are listed underneath. I just got to let everybody know i'm fielding a lot of uh personal uh friend requests on facebook uh there's a lot of people from a lot of bands sending me friend requests if if i don't know you just let me know who you are first and then i'll and then i'll accept your friend request just so i know you're not um a bot or something like that you know but uh other than that yeah follow me on uh facebook and Twitter and Instagram as Audible Farm. I will interact with you on there if, if, they, if you like it. Otherwise, uh, have a good day, everybody. Thanks for listening. Super appreciated. Um, very thankful. You guys have a good one. Uh, tune in next week. We'll check you later.